Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. This podcast is brought to you by the Collective Glasgow. The Collective Glasgow is a group for smart women looking to make new friends and at the GGC we're all about supporting groups like that. Whether you're new to Glasgow, snowed under with work or finding your friends are moving on round about you, the Collective Glasgow offers events where you can meet like-minded women and find your tribe. With events planned in fabulous venues across Glasgow, the Collective Glasgow is a growing group of great women. Find them on Insta at The Collective Glasgow and find the Facebook group by searching The Collective Glasgow on Facebook. Hello and welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for you all. This week we catch up with Kim Flower, founder of health and wellness business Hoogamy. Kim worked as a buyer and national account manager for over 20 years in a super stressful corporate environment before deciding to turn negotiation into meditation. Now she focuses on introducing clients to a more holistic approach to life with Reiki, meditation, visualisation and conscious living. So without further ado, over to Kim. Hello Kim, thank you very much for joining us in the GGC podcast. Hi Laura, (laughs) pleased to be here. (laughs) Thank you, well tell us, tell the audience about you firstly. Oh goodness. Um, So my background is in buying and national accounts in the retail industry for 20 years, which I walked away from earlier this year to follow really what's in my heart. Okay. Which is the word energy. Okay. Um, we introduce ourselves to each other with energy by walking in the room. You get an instant feeling of, you know, whether it's a good energy or a bad energy. You do. And I was introduced to Reiki um, by a very special person who changed my life and okay. changed my attitude towards myself and also the energy I gave off to other people as well and that's helped me throughout my life and I'm now trained in Mariki, trained in meditation okay. which again is another you know sort of energy and yes. now I give back to people I love helping people people come to me in the weirdest ways um and I introduced them to Reiki, meditation, visualisation. Okay. Um, I, every week I'm coming up with something new uh, to work on, whether it be new types of classes. Recently, instead of doing just my meditation class, I've changed it into a Reiki and relaxation class. So we're introducing a bit of energy work to it, which has been really interesting, really well received. Yeah. And a move on from what everyone thinks meditation classes are we still do some meditations within it yeah but introducing energy has both been interesting and fun because i get other people to tap into their energy because we have all got it within us to feel each other's energy although that may sound a bit odd (laughs) well no i i think um, energy is has really come to the forefront especially especially this year um but i think it's only going to come even more to the forefront. So you were you you have a corporate background, yes, and I can imagine that would have been very stressful. Very stressful, um, for everyone involved. Um, I was originally on the buying side, um, for large retailers, and then I was on the national accounts side, and we designed and sold products to um retailers such as Marks Spencer's, Waitrose, Tesco's, Argos, um. Going back 20 years ago when I started with the Glasgow company, what everyone wants, very different types of buying then. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure my age, it's like we had no mobile phones, no laptops. So if we went away buying trip for three days, we could concentrate on the task at hand. Now, um, if I was away on a buying trip or a trip, I'd be expected to do everything else, keep up to date yes. with all the emails, keep yep. up to date with all the telephone calls, while trying to concentrate on the reason I'm away on a trip in the first place. Um, and that's just not me, it's everybody else in that industry, and other industries, yes. as we all know, um, can 24-7. It's unsustainable, and people cannot concentrate on the job at hand for being overwhelmed by... constant influx of information and messages constantly I know it is overwhelming and it wasn't so much I had worked so hard for years and not being stressed laterally I was surrounded by men 
women who were very stressed, mm-hmm. very stressed over making money for people that already had a lot, lot of money. money. <laughs> and I knew I probably should have walked away from it a good few years ago. Okay. But, you know, you've got bills to pay, um, you keep taking the paycheck. Yeah. But I just knew every time, nope. And I'd already started this other path. I was doing, you know, doing my Reiki. I'd started hooking me um, on an online platform, really just to get the word out there of um, things that I had been introduced to and things that changed my life. So even if I could help one person. Yes. And that sort of grew from there. Because I I realised instantly that people were hungry um, for something different. Yeah. for a change. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. We need a change. Yeah. Um, even if you look at our children, I've got two um, daughters, when you look at them, the, the stress can happen at a very young age. Yeah. Um, very competitive, the way um, schooling is. Um, and social media is. Social media, yeah. But even, you know, it's all results driven at school. Yeah. But it's results driven what the classes, the academic academic is it should really be what are you academic at i'm academic at painting and yeah instead of english maths yeah and certain schools expect straight ace of them and it's just not what life is about mm-hmm. um so i'm probably a bit unique in terms of telling my daughters right when you leave school just pack a bag and go travel the world right? oh wow <laughs> that is that is which the means do the complete opposite than that so um so that is the best advice, a hundred percent. Well, you're you're so young. You do you really know what you want to do at that age? No, not no. at that age for sure. Even I, I even, didn't even now. I know well, that's the thing. I, even as you get older, your yeah. your preconception can still change. Well, you've changed can, yours exactly. Completely. I know. So this year's been a bit of a rejuvenation for both of us. Yeah. And so you, when did you start Reiki? Then did that come first? You, yeah, I started Reiki. Um, as an I, I got I still get Reiki every month. Yes. And I was introduced to Reiki meditation probably at the same time. I really struggled with meditation. Right, okay. Um because I think I had this preconceived as a lot of people, oh you need to clear your mind. And then I soon realised meditation isn't about that. You know So, so what do you think Because I, I still kinda think it's about that. Well I think as soon as you start thinking that, you've really just depends what type. If you're doing a breathing Breathing meditation, what I would say to you is okay for the thoughts to come in. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But just focus back on your breath and let it go till the next one comes in. Okay. And yeah, you can see it's maybe a wee bit of hard work. Yeah. But that's okay. That's, that's okay. And well, you will build that up. Okay. I think as soon as you start thinking, oh, okay, I'm not meant to think about anything. That's when no. you feel like you're failing you're, at it. You're, you're not meant to think about not thinking about anything. You just let it happen. Okay. And you've got an awareness of what's coming in. You're not then holding focus on that. Yeah. So you close your eyes. Some people don't close their eyes to meditate. So okay. you close your eyes, you do a few deep breaths, you get this thought, oh, I need to go and send an email. Yes. You bring awareness to that thought, you let it go, but you don't focus attention on it. Okay. Because if you focus attention on it, it starts to build up into a bigger picture, then a bigger picture. Because something else comes from you doing right, that. okay. But if you think, right, I've had that thought, let it go. Okay. You know, you don't, you bring awareness. Yep. And then you let it go. And that's, I, I like the visualisation ones or the guided ones. Yes. Because they help people go on a bit of a journey. Yeah. And they can take their focus back. So in a lot of my meditation groups I do, I build stories. Um, a lot of them will be around, say, like anxiety. So mm-hmm. starting a story, but I'll, I'll create a wee story around it. Mm-hmm. You know, bringing keywords initially. You know how their anxiety is built up through over. You know, maybe overthinking, fears, worries, etc. And then it will almost like come to a bit of a crescendo that they can then associate where all those fears have come from. That I show them ways of letting them sort of disappear so they're with me on the journey mm-hmm. and they, a lot of people like that because they can go with it and then they feel lighter at the end of it yeah so i think good, a visualization is very good way especially people who do struggle okay i think things like body scan that may sound a bit odd for anyone that doesn't know yeah you're just you're mentally just being aware of any tension in your body yeah then mentally just going around every single part of your body to just relax it, release any tension. Yeah. 
And again, you're taking yourself on a bit of a journey of focus. Yeah. So as you go down your body, from your head, you're down through your eyes, your mm-hmm. nose, into your mouth, relaxing your jaw, and then continuing down. That in itself has taken your attention away from, I've got that email to do, mm-hmm. I've got this to do. Yeah, when I'm like meditating now, I'm probably at a stage I don't think of anything, if it's myself. Okay. Like, I do it in the morning. Yes. I don't do long in the morning. I don't have time because I'm all shushing about with the kids. How long do you normally do? I'm only... Well, I, say, I always plan to do a minimum of 10, but quite often when I look at it, I've done like 18 minutes. Okay, know? so you've maybe yeah. just kind of got yeah. lost Yeah, yeah. I've maybe done like 18, 20, yeah. And then I'll, I can quite often stop myself throughout the day and do 5, 10 minutes. Again, if I get too much into the habit of looking at things on my phone mm-hmm. that maybe aren't necessary, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can put that phone down 5 minutes, I'll just sit. It brings a bit of clarity. Interesting. I need to maybe do that because there is mm-hmm. sometimes throughout the day where you're like, you need to focus, but your mind's everywhere and, and it's bringing it back. That's when you need time out. Yes, okay. That's right. And there is, there's a famous quote about that. I should know, I'm like sort of the queen of quotes, but I can't. There's someone that actually wrote something like, and they basically say that, you know, when you think you don't have a minute on the day, you you should take a full day out. Ah, interesting. Just to clear your head. So I would say when things get overwhelming, you know, go up to your bedroom, go away from your desk, mm-hmm. you know, into your sitting room, into your kitchen, where it is, if it mm-hmm. is, take five minutes out with a simple breathing. Use an app. Apps are funny ones because you, you like some voices and you won't like others. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different. Yeah. So find something you like. I don't necessarily think you even need to pay or download these, pay for these downloading app apps. Mm-hmm. YouTube. Okay, yeah. I always find ones on YouTube. I like... And I've always done that. Um, obviously, with the Reiki, I quite like some of the chakra ones. Yes. And um, that's quite nice. But not everyone's cup of tea because maybe the terminology people will find a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand the terminology, then maybe won't always... Yeah, it won't They can be quite relaxing. Free. Yeah, okay. I, which, um, obviously, I talked you through some of the terminology today. Yes, yes. So, we've actually just completed a Reiki. Um, and I feel very kind of light. This is going to sound strange, but my eyes feel really clear. That's good, yeah. Which yeah. is like, because I was up in the toilet there. That's nice for you to say. Yeah. And I was kind of like blinking my eyes, like my eyes feel clearer. And I will say, the one thing I always say, you know, is it brings clarity. Yes. It, it's like, it, it, obviously every living thing has got energy flowing through it. Yes. As our day-to-day, we go about our day-to-day, what goes on in our mind, that can create blockages in that flow of energy. What Reiki does, Reiki, keeming energy, is it unblocks any blockages that you've got and allows that free flow. Now, as you will have just experienced, yes. Laura, I very much work on the head, maybe yes. more so than other people. Okay. And the reason I do that is, A, I always feel that's where one of the areas got the most energy round mm-hmm. about it. But you think about everything that goes on in our minds these days, all the self-talk. Yeah. We have got, you know, something like 60,000 thoughts going through our head a day. Jesus. And what that can then do to affect the rest of our body mm-hmm. is huge. So okay. I very much work a lot on the head because yes. of that. And then maybe then work down almost like your core. I'll, I'll use the word chakras because they are chakras, but it's like your central core. So talk us through the chakras then. Okay, so in which I showed you early, so yes. we've got the crown, yeah, which is at the top, top of, of the head. head, and then we've got. It's interesting you talking about clarity of the, you know, your eye. We've got the third eye, third eye, um, which is quite a spiritual one. Um, oh, um, I'm sure everyone's heard of the third eye in some sort of terminology. Yes. Then you've got your throat. Now your throat is all to do with communication. Okay. Um. As long as you don't mind seeing your throat was yeah. really clear, there was absolutely nothing. I won't go into it. You know, you can see anything. Yeah. And then move down to the heart area. Yeah. And interesting, I go where I feel the energy and it wants to work. Okay. And in your heart, my hands wanted to stay and yeah, well, um, yeah. work there we for a long bit, I time. It was quite a harder yeah. pressure. I than... found it, and I wouldn't say it, pos- it was, I just felt. I think you just had a stronger energy. There okay. was, you know, it wanted to work with it more. So, and I, I de- definitely, I could have stayed there even a lot longer than I did. And okay. I, I, will, uh, I did stay there, you know, for quite a length okay. of time. But you were aware of that, weren't you? I was very aware because after the treatment, Kim asked me, you know, what did you find of the different areas that she concentrated on? And for me, I said right away at my shoulders, I felt like the pressure was yeah. heavier. Not that it was heavy pressure, but I felt as though it was different. 
Yeah, to my other. Yes, and I, I, it definitely felt different to me, the energy there, so... And you're thinking that that could be anything from self-love well, well, to... It could, it could be just that's your love area, so okay. you're the only one that connect with what yes. that means to you. Okay. It's all personal. Yeah. Because it could be something completely different, Yeah, you know? it could be anything. Yeah, and then that's one initially when I first started getting Reiki, I was very... That was one that mm-hmm. I'm was aware was getting worked on and okay. I could feel it was very intense when I got it and I had um, very low self-worth at that moment in time okay so that to me correlated you know so, so much um as why that you know happened and the more it got worked on it definitely there w- was a release there Oh, that's there really was a nice. There. Okay. Yeah, and um, first time I got Reiki, and this is quite extreme. I do expect you, Laura, to go in and do what I did. I was actually sick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I th- yeah, I, I threw up when I got home, which is, and I did look up, and then I spoke to Miriam, who um, I still go to for Reiki. Yeah. And it can be normal, and it, you know when they're and it it's like all the blockages coming away. So interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I—I I mean, I was in a pretty bad place the first time I got Reiki, so yeah. um, that's probably why. But it's—I guess it's dead subject. Like everything else, it's very personal to Absolutely, you. Absolutely, whatever. Treatment yeah, is. yeah. So everyone's different. Everyone experiences Reiki yeah. in different ways. I see very much when I'm getting Reiki in color, mm-hmm. and I get um, like we electric shocks and pins and needles. Mm-hmm. Sometimes more than others. Um, some people just feel heat. Mm-hmm. Um, when I give Reiki, I don't see so much in colour. Sometimes I do, but not as much as when I'm getting Reiki. I feel very much, I can feel the energy. And the only way to describe how I feel the energy is, imagine you had a balloon in between mm-hmm. both your hands. Yeah. And you're placing it there, but the actual outer um, skin plastic skin of the balloon yep. isn't there, but you've still got that, that bouncy yes. piss. That's what I feel. That's so interesting. That's what I can feel. And it, I'm not unique and I can do anyone's could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of my raking relaxation class, I get them to pair up so they can tap in. Okay. And you see some of them, um, we did, I did some this week, and you can see them almost like swaying because they're disorientated because they suddenly tap into the energy and think, oh, What's what is that? this? So everyone's got it in them. Everyone's got it in them, okay. Mm-hmm. So moving down from the heart, then what was the next the solar next plexus, shot? which solar is underneath your okay. chest, just at the sort of your your rib cage there, um, and then we've got lower abdomen, which is round about your belly button, okay, um, area, and then you've got your root, and your root is really your grounding in mm-hmm. life, um, and probably how to describe someone that's maybe very focused on the material mm-hmm. world, very fo- probably doesn't have good grounding in life, um. Because they're not focusing on their roots at all. And okay. the roots are really grounding yourself. And things like getting outdoors, mm-hmm. meditating. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you really have to... Uh, a change of attitude of what's important to you. Yeah. Um, when people attach themselves more to things than actually living, mm-hmm. that's when your your root... That's just one example of where okay. We can all be out of kilter in our route. You know, when there's so much going on, yes. we're not focusing on keeping ourselves grounded. grounded. I think we can all be guilty of that. Yeah, I think it's all be guilty. Away with yeah. day-to-day life. Yeah, and especially in certain careers as well, you can imagine, like, especially in, there's such a big celebrity culture here, mm-hmm. you can imagine that people like that who are all of a sudden taking on this yeah. crazy ride and they're getting all this money thrown at them, you can imagine that they must... Find it really difficult. Yeah, to remember yeah. their roots or... Um, yeah, so, and you see that, don't you, in the, in the media when you see something, but anyway. So what about the feet as well, because you did a wee bit? I do the feet, yeah. The and feet. Yeah, I work in the, the, I just do a wee bit at the end on the feet. Um, and again, that's, I don't know if you ever had any reflexology or anything. No, so I've not, really I important. Yeah. yeah. It, it's weird because I've always loved getting reflexology. I've never been a fan of a massage or anything. Okay. Like giving me a reflexology or Reiki any day there. So I tap in more to things that probably... I feel have actually got an internal effect okay. rather than just an external. So yes. reflexology, because your feet, every single part on your feet is linked to another part in your body all through the meridians. So your feet are really, really important. And um, I don't do huge amounts of work in the feet, sometimes more than others, but when there's a certain energy, I definitely find that it's a really strong rent about people's feet. Right, okay. Yeah, that's really strong. But you, 
if you're not, you should try reflexology because I would I like mean, to try that. Uh, I it's would like lovely to get it done. And even for people who say, "Oh, I don't like people touching my feet," it's not like a tick, you know they just they're pressing yeah, it. Yeah, they're they're to... It's not a tickly type thing. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah, well. informative because I've heard uh-huh. some people getting told certain things about their health, or you need to go and get that yeah. checked out just from yes. someone. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. So, so Reiki then is all about the movement of energy. Yes. And yeah. it's all about clearing blockages yeah. in someone's body. Yeah. And it, you can go away, um, obviously they use it as a comp- complementary, they call it, mm-hmm. um, alongside most, if you go to like Marie Curie or mm-hmm. Beetson, they're using, they offer Reiki alongside okay. medicine. Now let's flip that. Mm-hmm. You go to somewhere like India, mm-hmm. they will probably more likely to be offering you hands-on healing first before you go to medicine. Mm-hmm. So, um... They talk about the healing hands. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's not like someone's want more special than the other. It's you, you just tap into it. Um, but it changed my life. And I knew... And the people that comes that come to me, and, and myself, you know, quite often are people that have got maybe a lot of inner turmoil going on that can just bring that bit of calmness to their life. And I always say that if nothing else, if you can just go away feeling a bit more clearer, mm-hmm. a bit more calmer, that's... that's Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want exactly, that feeling? Exactly, exactly. In today's day and age. Yeah, and we all need it more mm-hmm. than ever. And I think energy, energy is a word we're going to be hearing more and more of over the coming years. Yep. There's more and more research is done, not just in Reiki and other types of energy, vibration. Mm-hmm. And energy is vibration, yes. and vibration is huge. Sound vibration, we're hearing more and more in the media yes. about um, the research into sound vibration, the breaking down of cancer cells when they hit the right pitch. When you think of a crystal glass and we hit the right pitch, it shatters. Mm-hmm. They're doing some research just now and the certain cancer cells hit the right pitch. Seriously? And they can shatter it. So okay. I think sound, I, as you notice, I also use a particular um, music yeah, when I like I'm doing that. it. The music is not like a song or anything. Mm-hmm. It is all vibration. It's um, done through... Um, it, it, it's basically um, a sound bath, so it's all vibration you're okay. getting throughout that. Okay. So like a gong. Yeah. So the Tibetan gong, who it's hitting, and then you're getting the vibration. So to me, it's sending out more energy mm-hmm. as well as the energy that I'm mm-hmm. sending. So it's almost like a double whammy. There's something very soothing and healing yes. um, in the sound. And yep. you think about when you're in the car, mm-hmm. you put a song on, it yes. can completely lift your spirit. Oh, it does, yep. Or bring you down, <laughs> do you yeah, know? Um, or you can yeah, hit the uh-huh. emotions. Yeah. Um, vibration um, is huge. Vibration mm-hmm. is huge, and we go back to I think what we started with. You open, you open the door, open a room, open it, going into a meeting. You instantly can connect with that energy or yeah. not. You yeah. know, it can lift your spirits, or it can completely, you yeah. know, oh, bring absolutely. you down. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and you've probably experienced it in the type of thing you do. You might be a crowd of women that you need to talk to. There's four sitting there with their arms folded, and there's four sitting. Some are easier because they've got an actually they're Open. giving yeah, a energy. Absolutely. You see it. I know you see it in every every even doing the shopping. Even when you're doing the shopping and you're walking by people, you can just tell right away if they're. An angry open person, or if they've got anger in them, because... and that's difficult, you know. A lot, um, you know, that is, and I think we've all got to be aware of that in our lives how our, how our energy can affect others, mm-hmm. and who are we to spoil someone's day, you know, because of our and we we need to both in business, yeah, and everyday life on the phone, um whether it's walking into a shop, just because you've got something going on in your own that you've not yeah. dealt with. Yeah. You know, who, you know, for me to then put that on to someone else yeah. to bring them down, to make... Yeah. It's not fair. It's, and this is what yeah. we... We need to bring more awareness to people that the emotional awareness of what they're then doing to others. And that yeah. brings back to, to something else, like compassion. Being compassionate towards people is huge. Yes. Um... Let's use care mm-hmm. as an example. So you've got an old woman, an older woman that's in care, mm-hmm. um, home, and one morning there's a woman come in who's a carer or mm-hmm. works in the care home. She's in a bad day at home, so she's come in to work in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. So she then is aggressive mm-hmm. in her greeting to that woman as she wakes up in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
and that automatically affects that woman so the woman can become fearful withdrawn so we need to be teaching in all walks of life compassion and that starts at school that starts at home actually yeah. the way you're know, compassionate to other people yeah and if they can learn compassion then that feeds to the next person yes which is just now we're fueled by a lot of anxiety yeah fear yeah and that's from our subconscious mm-hmm. you know but people need to become more conscious and more aware yeah absolutely and, and we when we spoke earlier on you spoke about your business hooking me mm-hmm is a conscious, conscious business. It's a yeah. conscious business. So talk to us about what a conscious business so is. So to me, it's um, conscious business is being aware, being aware of everything in the business mm-hmm. and aware of how it interacts and the impact it has on others. Mm-hmm. And it's making a positive impact on others. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, I've probably worked in places that have been an unconscious business. So they've taken the worst, you know, they make mm-hmm. them turn people into the worst. Mm-hmm. A conscious business is the one to bring out the best of people, people they come into contact with every okay. day, people to raise awareness yes. throughout everywhere the world of their impact and what it, what the way they present themselves and the impact it has on others, because that's a vibration and a rippling effect. Yes. So we should all become conscious business. Mm-hmm. And how would you, what would you suggest to a business that's maybe at the other end of the spectrum and maybe it's bringing out the worst in people? How, what, what steps could they take to become it's, more it's, conscious? And this is when it does get difficult because like a business could say, oh, right, we want to become a conscious business. So they maybe put all their middle management, I'm talking maybe a bigger business, mm-hmm. and all oh, send them all to some sort of training, more about awareness. Great. They all come back mm-hmm. saying, oh, I love all this. But if it's not starting from the top down, mm-hmm. and it all goes back to, you know, whether you're, you know, a leader, you know, or a boss, you know, whether they want to, this, you know, are you someone that's going to lead people by example, mm-hmm. or you just want to be the boss dictating? And mm-hmm. that... And unfortunately, in a, a business that's already existing, it's got to come from the top down. Yeah. As much as we would love to push it from the, the bottom up. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of people within these businesses, and I've been in business, people are wanting to change. They want that environment. But if you're still dripping that down from the top, it's very difficult to change. Yeah. But what I will say, I mean, there are a lot of businesses do want to do that. There are a lot, a lot of businesses being more conscious businesses. Yeah. And not having a a them and us culture, mm-hmm. being aware of our interactions every day, our communication, mm-hmm. being aware when we're going into difficult situations, not going in in that aggressive manner. Yes, we visualise yeah. an outcome that we want, but we we respond. Mm-hmm. We do not react. Yes. And I think it's more having that responsive awareness mm-hmm. than that reactive manner that business tends to have nowadays. It's that snap. Yes, and that's obviously what you very much would experience in, in the yeah. corporate world, in the buying world, yeah. in the fast-paced, and the pressure, and yeah. the, and you can see how you've done a complete 180. Yeah. Completely changed. I can never go back to that environment. Um, well, could I, go, I could go into the environment. I, I could see all the flaws when I was in it, mm-hmm. but I... I couldn't see a way of changing it mm-hmm. because of the people at the top weren't willing to okay. change it. Do you know, they weren't yeah. willing to... Um, I'm not saying that's every business. There's certain business. Other ones are. Yeah. I'm, and they're the ones that really will make a difference. They'll keep their staff. Yes. They'll flourish. And they'll get the best out of their staff. They'll get the best. And that's... You're getting the best out of people. What? What? Why would you want to go into a workplace other than something that the people, you know are happy yeah. I know it's a simplistic word but it's so important that people are happy yeah. if you're happier you work harder yeah. you get more results out of it yeah. do you know they're willing to go probably more above and beyond because they know they're appreciated Yeah. they're appreciated they're not fear culture now what comes with the unawareness people that aren't aware that is fear and that comes mm-hmm. to your subconscious you've got your fear you know mm-hmm. lack of trust they think everyone's talking about them mm-hmm. and that's all deep rooted issues subconscious mm-hmm. that, that they don't even know where half these fear comes from yeah. but as soon as you get to a level and you start being aware start being conscious of your actions and how they impact on others that can can create a difference yeah because if i react to you then you're going to react not necessarily react to me but then 
it's good to have a ripple effect. Oh, oh absolutely. Because, like, if you're a sensitive person to other people's energies, I think, because I, yeah, you, I am, you yeah. absolutely are. And then there's sometimes as well, even like talking to whether it's a friend, a family member, whether it's a colleague or, or someone that you've just met in the street, if they are having a time where they're they're going through not a great time for them and they tell you all about it, you then start to feel your it's as though your energy goes from there and then it just drains you. Yeah. Uh-huh, it goes right it's the draining mm, it, it does drain it? you. So it'll be a radiator, not a drain, isn't it? Yeah. Which is a great which is a really good quote. But look, people are going to go through bad times. We are all going to go yeah. through bad times. And you would like to think you're going to be compassionate towards some of these. You have to, but also protect your energy at the same yeah. time. Be aware, not let it affect you. You can be there supportive, but mm-hmm. not get drawn into it. But sometimes, like, in, it can be difficult when you've mm-hmm. got 24-7. But I would say all businesses need to bring awareness. There's one word. Awareness... That every single member of staff is aware of themselves. Yep. Aware of how their responses, their communication impacts on others. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, and I don't know if I've just said that, but you reacting isn't going to get a positive result. Yes. If you respond, mm-hmm. you know, you talk things through, that's completely... But if you constantly react, mm-hmm. it's creating a culture that um, is, is, is a mm-hmm. negative it's culture. a negative culture, and yeah. completely unaware. It's so I just don't understand how they, they will ever get to, you know, build a business to the level they want to by doing that hard nose, like, live in stress, live in fear. Yeah. It's it's not sustainable. No, it's not. Maybe for a short length of time. Yeah. But you just lose people. You just lose people, and then you're constantly having to, you know, retrain people or get people, and then they 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 get yeah just they go off yeah you know. I mean, could they go off maybe in depression? Yeah, yeah, I know. Created a you know now how many you know. People are off with depression. How exactly huge mental well being is everything. I know. So emotional men- mental well being need to be looked at, but tapping into awareness is the most important thing that companies can do. Yeah, awareness, having an awareness, having an awareness. No, uh-huh. absolutely. And then, so if we take, go back to the Reiki, then because I just feel quite like drawn to that, having just had my first treatment with you. How often then? Would you suggest people? How often do you get Reiki? Because you mentioned that you still get I go your Reiki. once a month. Still, and uh, still go once a month, even when the months I'm feeling great. And yeah. I go, I've learned to go. Make sure I still go yeah. because the odd times that maybe I thought oh, I'm okay, then actually the times I probably need it most because um, you're convincing yourself. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and sometimes I go think, oh, I don't really need this, but then I go, no, oh, that was great. I've just completely cleared my mind. Although last month I had a couple of things going on in my head, a lot quite overwhelming, and I picked up the phone to Miriam, and Miriam was like, right, just pop up, and I'll give you a quick Reiki. And it was a bit like where you say, you just come away, it's that clarity. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I feel so much better. I'm so glad I went. Things are clearer now. Yeah. Right, I, I can tackle these difficult things head on. Okay. And and you just, you can move forward. Sometimes you may be a bit stagnant when there's so much going on. Yeah. Um, I would say once a month. Once, once a, month a month is is ideal some i mean some people will do ad hoc i do believe you go ad hoc you'll never get the real benefits yes long term long term whereas if you just become part of a way of life yeah, it's an inv- it, investment in yourself I yeah, think it goes all back to that dare I say it's self-love but self-love is everything yeah and without that and you investing in yourself you're, yeah. you're never going to have the energy within you to look after Others never mind yep, yourself. Never mind yourself. So I would definitely say once a month, once and a month. it's a lovely treat. Um, but more important is, as you say, it's a really good investment. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's actually, it's not just like a, I know that massage can do physical, sometimes physical yeah. things like stretching well, or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's an investment in your mental. Yeah, I would say your it's your mind, uh, mind, body, and spirit yeah, are the three things that I would use. And look, I, I'm not religious at all, so I use this word spirit in a loose sense. Yeah, as an energy, do you know. Yeah. So I I would very much see you need to be connecting all three because your your what goes on inside um your head mm-hmm. 
also affects your gut and vice versa. What goes on inside your gut mm-hmm. affects your head. So everything's interlinked more than we know and there's mm-hmm. more and more research going on. Um, and the more you can do holistically, mm-hmm. and I'll use this example, so you've got something wrong with you. You go to the doctors, mm-hmm. they give you medication. Mm-hmm. That medication quite often and it could be something like an antibiotic or yeah. it could that medication quite often give you a side effect mm-hmm. so you've gone to treat one thing but actually you've ended up with something else mm-hmm. and i'm not saying we don't use medicine that's not but medicine quite often it can help one thing but it can cause another thing yes so to me if we can use as many alternatives mm-hmm. as well to try yeah why not why wouldn't you absolutely yes. No, that's I just I, I love all this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. so can you go into businesses and um teach meditation? Yeah. And teach not teach meditation. I do. You but, teach yeah. them how to meditate rather yeah, than yeah, become yeah. a meditation teacher. Yes. Uh-huh. And do you go in and do Reiki as well? No, well I would probably naturally I do a bit of energy work naturally. naturally. But that's just the type of person I am. I tend to do that if people come to me. Okay. The Reiki but that is something I'm looking into yeah. in terms of how can we get the energy out there more mainstream. Because yeah. I feel as if um, it needs to be. Yes. And that's when I maybe go flipping from the word Reiki to energy work. And I absolutely so just now it's very much the meditation or visualization. Yes. Um the Reiki is actually I've probably got more clients coming to me for the Reiki. It tends to be one-one or I do group sessions, mm-hmm. not necessarily going into places. Because I think, again, no one, you know, the, the word Reiki, people are can be a bit preconceived about. they don't understand it. Yes. But as soon as any... Look, people come to me, like a woman came to me the other day, she said, I don't have a clue what it is, but I'm here. Okay. And then she walked out going... Oh, wow, I went for a massage last week and it did absolutely nothing for me, but that was amazing. Good. And this is something that's non-invasive, just to explain to anyone. Yeah. So I, I very much just initially connect with the energy and that tends to be at the back of the neck. Then after that, it's very much non-invasive. Sometimes um, it's not even touching. Other times, as you know, like when mm-hmm. I was laying across the top, your top there, it was mm-hmm. very much, I like touching of hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, hand, yeah, hands. So... It's non-invasive. And it's on top of the clothes. Oh, you feel the clothes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Blanket on, snuggled up. Yeah, it's lovely. You know, nice and cosy. It's, um, it clears your inner world as well as, you know, what's going on. If you can clear your inner world, you're you're more set up to deal with the outer Outer world. Outer world, yeah. Which is a difficult place to deal with. Yes, and it's probably getting even more and more difficult, the more the more social media, the more all these things, because it never used to be back in the day, you never used to have that, and now it's just constant, constant. Um, so you do need to have all these, not barriers, but you need to be able to manage yeah. it well, or else you will start feeling overwhelmed. Absolutely. And feeling anxious protect and yourself. Protect yourself. I think it's a good word, protect yourself from other people. Protect, I don't mean, like even friends, family, you yeah. know, that's, we've all got problems and it's learning to protect yourself because you're the most important person yeah. in your life. In your world, yeah. And so that's so important that you learn to be able to protect yourself. And also, when you do have things going on, you know, take a bit of time out. Mm-hmm. And my passion is, these are all tools that mm-hmm. every single person and the whole world has, and they're absolutely free. Yeah. So we should all be taught them. We should them. all be taught them, absolutely. And I do believe, you know, back years ago, we probably were, to an extent, naturally had a lot of this in us. Mm-hmm. And I think the things that evolved, people, it's been very much pushed out as we've been more, become structure to mm-hmm. the world, structure to society. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very well, we can't see it. We, it's not part. And then yeah. the money kicks in and, yeah. you know, it's all about driven and containing. And yeah. and I think the money is there to c- contain us in a way as well. You know, yeah. you come out of school, you get a job or you go to uni, you get a mortgage. Yeah. You're know, always paying you know, on that. So you always have to have that down with yeah. natural steps to, to yeah. clean up but we did speak about this earlier on about how although you might not be motivated by money it is important yes. to be to be wealth conscious because you were saying that money yeah. is an energy yeah it's an energy which you is know, a very interesting way of looking at yeah. it yeah. it's got to be a flow of money yes. of course um, and you've got to see you know a positive energy not a negative one yeah. and there's got to be a flow of money and that um, 
and that doesn't necessarily mean having like been the wealthiest person in the world. Yeah. I think if you treat energy as a money energy with, with respect. respect. Yeah. yeah. So you, you pay your bills with love because you want hot water. Mm-hmm. You don't grumble about, you know, oh, I don't want to have to pay that. You just pay it. Yeah. You know, because you need to pay it. Yeah. And be, uh-huh. be no, thankful, thankful and grateful. You've, you've got, yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're sitting in my house just now in my kitchen. So my house got flooded at the beginning of this year. And I could have like burst into tears. I maybe did have a few tears to begin with, but, um, and I was sitting, the, the ceiling coming down, dripping through. And I remember first thought went through my head was well at least you got running water you know mm-hmm. so my heating obviously after that went on the blink because we had to switch everything all the plumb but I just thought look Kim you've got a roof over your head you know yeah. you've got your health you've got your girls if you're insured you'll deal with it yeah. I mean it took a good four or five months to deal with it and did other problems occurred but, you, but I just kept thinking right you know you pay the bills with love you get it done mm-hmm. And you're just grateful for what you've got. And I yeah. know you people can be rolling their eyes at me just now, but I know it works for me. Yeah. The way that I live my life now, I'm a happier person from it. I'm not screaming and shouting at someone at the end of the phone. I'm not jumping up and down yeah. thinking my world's falling apart because my kitchen's coming. Yeah. I'm not draining myself with those negative thoughts. Yeah. And so I know internally I'm a lot healthier. Yeah, see that. Maybe I could have been a few. Yeah. That all put stresses on yourself as soon as you yeah. start getting uptight, angry. The only person that's affecting initially is yourself. It's actually, your health. It's making your own health, and then in turn you're actually destroying other people's yeah. days as well, making them miserable. Making them. And you said something um, poignant there because you you mentioned the word grateful about being yeah. grateful. Gratitude is something that's really yeah. become. Quite Huge. a buzzword, doesn't it? Yeah. People are starting and it's, to. Yeah, we are using it as a bu- you know, we are, has got this label. We are hearing it a lot. Yes. But we probably should have heard it a lot before, before. now. Rather than now calling absolutely as a buzzword and I would mm-hmm. use the same um word as you. But really we should all be even taught that years ago yeah. by our parents at school, do you mm-hmm. know. And we were more likely to hear it in the context of you're so ungrateful. Oh, it's always from a negative for sure. Uh-huh. Not yep, from yep. a positive. Yep. You know, you didn't hear no, your parents saying, oh, I'm so grateful. Yeah. It was always, you're so ungrateful. No. We, we say, and I think that is our society instead of yeah. very much bringing our children up, nurturing them with those, those that, you know, the positivity of, yeah. you know, oh, you know, I'm so grateful to have you in my life, you know. So, oh, you, <laughs> there's two words that spring to mind, the ungrateful wee bitch or something like that. <laughs> Not that my mother ever said that to me. She did. I don't know what came to mind. I think everyone's got that yeah, in the back of the you know, So you're thinking, why, why we didn't use that enough? No. Why does grateful girl sound so alien, but ungrateful girl doesn't? Absolutely. That's like a real yeah. yeah. And that goes back to the we. And this is this isn't like one person. This is the the way it's turned into, you know, the way we talk to our kids. Yeah. The way, you know, from a very young age, you know, we use negative words instead of positive words. I don't know if you noticed on my Instagram page or my Facebook, I put something out. Um, I'm fat. Right, okay. okay. And it was something yeah. like, I'm fat. And it was like, you're not fat. You have fat as you're not, I'm toes. So you would never say, I'm toes. Yes. Because you're not, I'm toes. You yeah. have toes yeah. and you have fat. But we've got a real negative... Uh, view of ourselves. Uh-huh. And I do think that that's where the... The language, the yeah. language we use... Yeah. Yes. You are talking about the Reiki, where I had the to Reiki. work on, you felt was a... a I know. Because yeah. my husband said to me yesterday, he was like, I'm always low in myself. And I guess like aesthetics probably more so than okay so like um I always think that I'm like overweight like I was always quite a chubby wee girl and like quite a chubby teenager so I guess I've still got that and I have put on weight this year and I was saying this I was saying that and I was squeezing my spots and Lee was like <laughs> do you ever say anything nice about yourself ever and I was like no like no. why would I why would I say something nice about myself so it is it's but you need to much, so. start 
changing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because that does definitely have an impact. Oh, of absolutely. What goes on inside you, oh, the course. way you talk, your, your negative narrative. You've got a negative narrative going on negative. in your head about yourself. So yes. you need to change Try and that. change that. You know, but and it's it, the whole I am thing as well. Because mm-hmm. if you're saying I am fat. Yeah, and it's got it's, to be, you know, you've got to say I am worthy, you know, mm-hmm. I am. And that I am is, healthy is much more yeah. important than... Well, one of the most uh, famous and um, widely used meditations is uh, Meta Bahavna mm-hmm. um, meditation. And it very much starts with you saying um, to yourself, may I be safe, may I be healthy and strong, may I be happy, may I be peaceful at ease. So you say that a few times to yourself. Okay. And then you'd put it out there to someone you love. So maybe your partner, your mm-hmm. husband, your family. Mm-hmm. Your, you know, may you be safe. May you be healthy and strong. May you be happy. May you be peaceful at ease. And then you go into a neutral person. Mm-hmm. So you just use someone like maybe a neighbour you don't really know that mm-hmm. well. You say the exact same again to them. And then you choose someone you've got real difficulties with in your life. Mm-hmm. I don't like using the word hate, but you possibly do hate them. Mm-hmm. And you really feel them from the heart. Mm-hmm. And you say that all again to that person. And then you send that out to the to the rest, to the universe, to the world. Mm-hmm. So you start by saying it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is the one the most widely used. And it's called... So what it translates to is loving kindness. Right, so you're giving okay. loving kindness to yourself. Mm-hmm. Then to ones you love. Mm-hmm. Then to just an ordinary person, mm-hmm. then to someone that you've got issues with, mm-hmm. you're sending them love and kindness. Mm-hmm. You're not sending them hatred. Yeah. You're sending them love and kindness then out to every living being. And that's a really good one to use if you are dealing with maybe self-worth issues. Mm-hmm. So you start with yourself. Okay. And say them. And then it's quite good to bring the people that maybe you've got issues with, as I said. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely one to use. Yeah, a really nice. nice, so simple and it's a lovely one to use. Um, and you, I mean, you can spend five minutes you know, just going over it in your head mm-hmm. um, in the morning or at night. Or if you suddenly think, you know, you are being down on yourself mm-hmm. or you've got issues with something, you just go through it. Okay, that's nice. And I think more if more of us did that, more, you know, children were taught to do that, they would begin to, you know, when they maybe are having those issues with people, instead of the aggression coming out, mm-hmm. they would have a bit more compassion. Yeah, I think so. So they absolutely. would grow up with less aggression than yep. maybe we have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And in business as well. And in business. Yeah. Because aggression is a horrible thing. Aggression is probably one of the worst really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and so if anyone's listening to this, Kim, that wants to do, become a Reiki teacher or a meditation teacher, how long did that take you to... It just depends. We go... Because, okay. I mean, there's some places you can probably, you would probably whittle through it in no time. Mm-hmm. I lived and breathed it mm-hmm. with um, Miriam, who I go to and mm-hmm. I still go to. So Reiki and meditation were part of my life. Yeah. And then the Reiki, um, I went through it not really thinking I would use it as okay. it is. You go through Reiki 1. Yeah. And then um, with Miriam, who I go to, she probably wouldn't put you through your Reiki 2 for probably about another six months. Mm-hmm. But there are places that would do it all in a one or But that just depends on where you go to. Okay. It's like anything in this world. Yeah. You know, it's... It's a crash course or there's a... Yeah, yeah. I was living and breathing it, so... And even with that, it was very much a six month between my Reiki 1 and Reiki 2. Other places would put you all through it. I mean, you can do online as well. I'm not saying there's any right or any wrong. Yeah. I, my path was more natural. Okay. And what I, what I would say, though, is oh, it was just when I did it and I went through my Reiki, I wasn't planning and doing my Reiki. Okay. It just happened because... It was meant to happen. Yeah. And people just started to come to me and I connected with it. And I had connected with it the first time I'd received. Yes. I knew this had changed my life. Mm -hmm. So actually, it was a bit of a path and a journey for me to help others. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been doing now. Helping others, both in the Reiki and the meditation. And actually, I started doing more of my business thinking the meditation. Yes. But the Reiki just keeps pulling me in because the people just keep coming to me for Reiki. I always do the meditation. It's before I sat and done a bit of meditation yes. there, but I yep. always um, talk maybe people through a wee bit of visualization and yep. things going on in their life. So I always bring the meditation into anyway. But Reiki's, you know, got to be part of it as well. Yeah. But the meditation they can go away and work on themselves every okay. day. And to be fair, they can with the Reiki. You can lay your hands on yourself at any one point, especially mm-hmm. if you've got kids. Okay. 
And that's, I mean, kids love her. You think about kids, how they love being held mm-hmm. and hugged from, a, you know, babies yeah, a absolutely. young age. And I do this with my daughter at night. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do Reiki on her mm-hmm. and I'll put in my hand on her head mm-hmm. or, you know, on her solar plexus, mm-hmm. which is like just top, top half just under the chest relax and calmer mm-hmm. uh, and I've said that to quite a lot of my clients that come here and that has helped it's such a, a calming thing for yeah. kids the feeling of touch yeah and they feel lovely. the energy yeah and I know my my youngest especially and she taps really into energy and she'll she'll ask for Reiki oh that's just nice. nice that's lovely uh-huh so how can people find you then? Say they want to come to a treatment, how can they find you online? Online, so um, I've got my website, which is Hugame, which is H-Y-G-G-E-M-E. And what does that stand for? Huga is enjoying to it is learning to enjoy life's simple pleasures. It's Love Danish. It. Okay. So it was very much a lifestyle, the Danish way of lifestyle. So okay. they just enjoy life's simple pleasures. And that could be a mug of coffee over candles or yeah. just with family, outdoors. Really simple pleasures. Okay. And I loved the concept when I first heard it a few years ago. And then I've always been drawn to Scandinavian things. I absolutely loved it. And I thought, imagine we took the essence of that and then applied it to ourselves. And I thought, well, actually... That's what I've been doing to myself for the past few years, you know. Yep. I've been trying to enjoy life's simple pleasures and I've actually let go of the things that didn't serve me well and it's the simplicity of life that I enjoy. Okay. And actually what I'm doing now is teaching people the simplicity of what we've all got in us, be it the meditation mm-hmm. to heal ourselves, Reiki to heal ourselves. Because mm-hmm. the other thing is with meditation, um, that releases all, you know, yeah, you know all your happy hormones as a call. You know, let's keep it in simplistic terms. Yeah, you know, without going into you know your dopamine or whatever. You know, your oxytocin, your endorphins. That releases them. So you know, automatically does make you feel good. Yes, it does. So Absolutely. and that's these are all simple things. If anyone can do, yeah, we can make the excuses. Oh, it's difficult. Or I can't. We'll give it a go. Keep doing it. Won't become so difficult. Yeah, train yourself. So if you're giving up, if the first yeah, then you're never. You're not really wanting to make yes. that change, or not willing. To make, to make the, the small changes that will lead to the big changes. That's why a lot of people like to take a pill. Yeah. Thinking, ah, that's a quick fix. Yes. And what about, so, sorry, I interrupted you so there, no, no. where they can find you. Oh, sorry, so, sorry. So, or contact, so either e- email me contact at hugame, which yep. is contact at hygge-me.com, or Instagram, Brilliant. which is hygge.me, or hygge.me on Facebook. Okay. Um, and you get all my details on the, your email addresses, or, yeah, so three platforms, um, that they can get me get, on and get contact. You on. And I'll make sure underneath this podcast I'll put links to everything so they can get you from there yeah, as well. Yeah, uh-huh. And they can just email, as I said, I, you know, I do one-to-ones, I do, I've got workshops, classes. Yeah. I'm always got something new on the go or on the horizon. Every already Something for next year, year for next year, so some a, new things. A so. very exciting project in the pipeline. Yeah, although um, I have been told I've got my finger on too many pies and I need to sort of consolidate, but a couple of new projects anyway will always be good to keep me going. Well, so. we're all looking forward to hearing yeah. all about them. Yeah, thank you. That's brilliant. Thank you. Well, listen, thank you so much. Well, thanks for, very much. Thank, I can't recommend a Reiki treatment enough, genuinely. Like, that was, like, I have been very, very, like, over busy and well, you've rushing got a lot about. going on, a lot going on at the moment but yeah. then after that treatment I was like it was as though things just kind of slowed down a wee bit and I just felt good yeah. so I can very much so recommend it and you know the next time everything gets too much just to take five minutes out of your yes, day take yourself just, away um, just do a wee bit of meditation throughout the day and your bit of clarity will come back and it doesn't come so overwhelming so overwhelming some very good advice and tips <laughs> in that then. Well, thank you so much, Kim. No problem. I'm calm till my kids come home and they'll laugh. Oh, not at What's all. What's for dinner? But... <laughs> oh, where have all the Jaffa cakes gone? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm good at that. <laughs> oh, we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>